0: Today's passage is Acts 27, uh, and this is Paul being brought to Rome. I highly encourage you, uh, if you're reading through a passage like this, to look at a map of this region. Uh, You can Google uh, Paul's voyage to Rome, um, and you should be able to find maps that show uh, what is going on here. Uh, Because you'll notice that um, Paul has gone to Galatia, Asia, Macedonia, Acacia, um, and these are... Uh, along the Aegean Sea, and actually it is his persecution that is going to take him farther than that. Uh, And this is actually true for a lot of the apostles. You know, in Acts, we uh, do end up kind of sticking with Paul because it is Luke who writes Acts. Uh, But we know from church history that the apostles are beginning to go uh, into Africa. They're beginning to go into what we would call Asia, um, even all the way to India and Kyrgyzstan. And um, so we see here Paul uh, in prison and it's decided, okay, now's the time to go to Rome. Uh, And so they head out, they go to Sidon. In verse 3, Julius treats Paul so kindly that here in Sidon, he allows him to go to his friends. Uh, and trust that he'll come back. And this is really what we see uh, the difference, right, uh, of what Paul is doing. He understands, uh, as later he will say in this chapter, I'm supposed to go to Rome. I'm supposed to go before Caesar. This is He knows this is probably a journey to his death. He knows this is a very difficult journey, and yet he understands this is the journey God has placed me on. <clears throat> and so it's interesting that when it comes time for them to set sail uh, from fair havens, Paul is saying this is not a good time to travel, right? There's too many storms, it's too dangerous. Uh, but verse 11, the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and to the owner of the ship. You know, I think that's probably a lot of us, right? There are those who are giving us uh, godly advice that is difficult, um, that's seems not like what we want to hear, Uh, and then there are those who will give us the advice that we want to hear, but isn't really what's going to lead us where God wants to go, and who do we listen to in those times? They listen to that, they go out, they miss Phoenix, they get stuck in a storm, uh, and they're beginning to throw uh, things overboard, which is not a good sign, right, any way that you put it, Um, and they really think they're going to die. Paul stands up, and his confidence in the fact that he's not going to die is that he needs to die in Rome, right? That he's got to go stand before Caesar. Uh, And this is kind of what he's going to remind the Philippians of later, that um, the reason why we know God is going to keep us alive is because he's kept us alive. Uh, Because if God wanted to kill us, he would. And um, if he has kept us alive, it is for the sake of something or someone. Uh, And so for all of you, right, that are wondering if you ever have a purpose to your life, just check your pulse, right? Because God, if he's keeping us alive, it is for a reason. Uh, Now they get to Malta. Uh, They don't know it's Malta yet, but they get to Malta and um, they see that they're, uh, it's becoming shallower. That's the whole thing with them dropping and finding different fathoms. It's getting shallower. Uh, and so it's at night, and they don't know what's coming up, so they drop anchor. Uh, and then some are about to try to escape from the ship. Nothing think about this. They, it is scary on the ship, but you literally don't know what's in front of you. And so you're going to abandon God's word and God's messenger for the off chance that whatever is out there is going to be better. Uh, when I put it like that, Sounds like a lot of sin. Sounds like a lot of our lives. You know, we hear God's word and it just, it seems difficult to us, right? It seems difficult to really obey God uh, and follow him. And so we'll go off and try to find solace in whatever else. Uh, And oddly enough, right, they were going to leave. They haven't even eaten anything. Uh, Paul urged them to eat. Says the 14th day that you haven't eaten. Now, this is crazy. They're worried that they're going to die, and in their worry that they're going to die, they're starving themselves to death. Again, so often our case of sin, right? We do not trust in God, and so we worry, and we worry, and we worry, and it's actually the worry that is killing us, Uh, and it is the not trusting in God that is killing us, and we don't even notice it. Uh, So finally, then they get shipwrecked, um, and... Now fear sets in. Uh, The soldiers, right, are like, "Oh, if these prisoners escape, right, then we're gonna be punished," Uh, and so they're trying to kill them. But the centurion, wishing to save Paul, because he has seen, and I think there is a change here, right? He has he didn't trust Paul leaving Fair Havens, and now he does. He's like, "Okay, this is the guy that we need to keep alive," Um, and so they go and they swim overboard. You know how do we deal with God's plans in our lives. Jesus dies for us, rises again, gives the Holy Spirit, and then leads us into a life that we sometimes forget because we think it's a life of works, it's a life of things that I have to do, but Jesus has already died for us. No, instead we realize Jesus is leading us into a life of purpose, and that is not always a life that is easy, but at the same time when we understand that purpose, it allows us to persevere in ways that we couldn't otherwise.